0: You guys uh, wake up the next morning. Uh, despite the events of the night, you guys have had a full rest. So top up your health and spell slots if you feel like it. Speaking of which, uh, point of order. Let me get my phone here. Point of order, Juliana did have a uh, an extra third level slot uh, the night before and did in fact decide to uh, do a- another sending, not to Captain Bondar. Uh, she already did that. We've already assumed that you're just doing sendings to Captain Bondar every night, being like, hey, still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this was a different one, to and it goes a little further, all the way to Kryn. Uh, <laughs> Jill sent a sending to Tuatha. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the one that Jill sent out to Tuatha. Don't freak out. It's Juliana. Remember Takara's evil goth with undead draconians? Y- you still have her notes. Can you mail to Kestrel? We need them. And the reply comes back, and I'm going to try and do my best to author here.
1: Oh my gosh, Jill! Yeah, I have those notes. I'm in an underground mine right now, but I can mail them when I'm back in- (laughs) (laughs)
2: Mm
0: -hmm. You did not warn her about the 25 words. No, and Tuatha does not pay attention. Rules are for nerds.
2: Yeah. Rules are for nerds.
0: So we're pen pals now. <laughs> I see no way this could go badly. Yeah. Good good have fun with that. <laughs> and apparently the episode that I, I did record ascending, so <laughs> <laughs> nice. So in the middle in the middle of Cool Kids Table, is just gonna get a ping. Yeah, pretty much. Just Dope. just gotta check her phone.
2: <laughs> Excuse me, I have to take this. Hello.
0: <laughs> but the good news is, we should be able to actually get Takara's notes at some point, just so we can fucking have them, you know, because we're the ones that actually need them. <laughs> you have no idea how happy I was when I realized that authors still had Takara's notes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's the next morning. Jill, you're a little frustrated with... <laughs> with this inability to keep to 25 words or less. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, you wake up the next morning, um, Imric and I believe you guys made Imric and his horses uh, sleep outside the tent, right? Yes. You made him sleep outside the dome. So these guys are waking up out of their tents and getting ready to pack up. They have a lot of explosives and shit. Hmm. So what you planning on doing with all those? Oh well, you know, some of the uh, tombs require a bit of blasting to get through to the good stuff and you can just see uh Fazita off to the side like you know, you know how Jill gets when people talk <laughs> shit about gods? That's how Fazita is right now. There's murder in her eyes. Well, dude, I I don't think we're going to need those. Yeah, Jill's going to nudge cacophony forward and why don't she take the hell on this one? <laughs> she kind of lifts her hand towards Jill and nod. Uh, well, Imrik, dear, I I
3: don't think we're going to need that, so how about you just leave it here and we'll take it back on our way
0: back? Mm, these are very expensive and I don't think it's a good idea to leave them in the middle of the desert. We'll keep them with us just in case. How about we take them back to that ruined village
3: we found you in and we just kind of keep them and tuck them away there and that way they're nicely hidden away. I don't think mummies are going to seek them out to use. you
0: you'd be surprised. No, I'd like to keep a handle on these, thanks very much. If you don't go put them back in that village, I'm going to explode
3: them on you right now. Ooh,
0: no, oh. they would explode
3: on us too. How about I whip them?
1: That's what happens with oh, fireworks. If right? you want to ruin them, like Yes, wet.
3: I would I would appreciate it, yeah. It I think like it would
1: wet. be fun to blow them up. I think we should distance mm. ourselves a little, but it's like uh uh fireworks. I uh, think we should
0: hey, just hey, set hey, them hey, off. Hey, 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 Alviva hun. hun. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> what what do what do explosions make? Lights? Noise. Noise. Lots of noise? Mm -hmm. Lots of noise that any mummies buried beneath our feet might think, Ooh, that sounds like edible things happening.
1: I mean, explosions aren't edible.
0: (laughs) The people who set off explosions are.
1: Usually the people who set off explosions are dead, which actually means that they've become nice little like bite-sized chunks already, so I see your point,
0: alright. Yeah, and they want to go up and greet the neighbors, yeah. Okay,
1: I just wanted to see them go
0: boom. No, I uh, look, me too. Maybe we can take in a fireworks show at some point?
1: Oh my gosh, that would be amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so just to be clear, nobody is going to be ruining or otherwise uh, destroying uh, our private property, and if you attempt to do so, uh, we will be forced to defend ourselves. I don't think any of us are actually threatened about that.
2: Yeah, no. Mm, no. The one with the least amount of hit points saved your butt, so...
0: True! Okay, here's the thing, though. If you light those fireworks in a place where none of us have agreed that you should, we will be forced to defend ourselves. Understood. And he's, he's just as cheerfully as always, he continues packing up his shit. <clears throat> Do not like him. It <laughs> <He> seems <laughs> fine. <laughs> so Zeta, her knuckles can't quite go white under the scales as she's twisting them on her staff, but she's twisting that staff pretty tightly. Uh, cacophony! Uh, glances towards
3: Suzita and kind of circles her hand around and kind of gestures to her. And uh, Suzita gets a message of, would you like us to go ahead and wet those anyway?
0: (laughs) If you can do so quietly.
3: She kind of glances to Artie. (laughs) (laughs) Arturos is looking at
2: his fingernails.
3: There's- there's that gif of, like, all the numbers running past someone's head, and then she just kind of sadly shakes her head to the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so, you guys pack up and head out. You are- not only are you now doubling up on one sailhead, but, uh, you have a couple of guys who are along on foot, so the going is a little slower. Yeah, they don't get a ride. Yeah, they don't get a ride. Um, the sailheads do appear to be, like, for a normal traveling pace, they're not that much faster than walking. The advantage of having them is that it's not you walking. Yeah. You can nap. Yeah. So this going's a little slower, but not super that much. So uh, as you guys are traveling the terrain, before you were sort of traveling in the foothills, it was very, very rocky, but it was still like clearly flat desert as you get further in um you are just walking into a, a very mountainous cliff like area into to the point where you're just weaving through very narrow canyons in the rock as you travel um Thazita is up in front this is where she's going to need to do the most navigating and she is leading you guys fairly confidently uh through this maze of rocks and then uh yeah any 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 fun character development conversations you guys want to get done while this is happening <laughs> <laughs>
1: I feel like that's
0: passive-aggressive. <laughs> yeah, maybe just a skosh. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah.
1: You don't like our... Uh, our storytelling? No, yeah, actually, the currents asking Thesita a million questions.
0: Yeah. I, honestly, the more you guys do that, the less work I have to do for this session. So
1: <laughs> have at her. I'm mostly just very anxious in general, but particularly about this single file thing. I don't like that at all.
0: Yeah, all of your instincts right now are screaming, something's gonna jump on us from up there.
1: Yeah, I really hate it. I'm on a swivel. Arturus is napping. (laughs) Yeah.
0: How's the brain cells in Alviva today?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right, I got my turn. (laughs) I'm gonna use them for watch for skeletons. I'm afraid of skeleton birds at this point. <laughs> skeleton monkeys, skeleton camels, skeleton snakes. Yeah, skeleton camels. A skeleton sailhead would be really messed up. <laughs>
0: Hang on, I gotta write some of these down. <laughs> so,
1: the good news, Jill, is that we there won't be any skeleton spiders because they don't have.
0: Yeah, they skeleton. don't have those.
1: Um, yeah. Fred Meyer
2: would like to disagree. It's <laughs> <laughs> true; they do have bone spiders during Halloween.
0: Yeah, and you think and you think spiders being little carapaces full of goo is is any more appealing? Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> they don't have a skeleton. We have such different phobias
1: now. Spider ghosts are troubling.
0: Right. You mean the kind that can just sort of like glitter and phase through a wall while we're fighting a gold golem?
1: Yeah, those ones. I didn't care for that.
0: Yeah, me neither, turns out.
1: But, at least I don't have skeletons.
0: I- I guess? I- I don't- look, I- There's a- there's a very large part of my training that was in dealing with the undead, as that's kind of a specialty of mine. Like, I- I- I don't have the same concern about skeletons that you do.
1: That's fair, I mostly train to deal with- not exactly creepy crawlies, but- Alive you know. things? Alive things, Yeah. Yeah, didn't have to deal with dead things very much, giving me grief, so I guess that makes us a good team.
0: Yeah, no, you take care of the horse-sized spiders. (laughs) And I'll handle the skeletons. Alright. But no, seriously, call my religion a cult again and I will kill you.
1: (sighs) (laughs) I'm really sleepy all of a sudden. (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Are you just gonna Odin sleep to get out of an uncomfortable conversation? <laughs> <laughs> Elviva
2: just kind of lays down on top of Artie because you know Artie's riding front and sleeping already. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, do they? Is this a is this a one lowers the other rises situation? Does Artie wake up
1: now? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <sighs> and, and honestly, Elviva tries to pretend to sleep, but is like way too wired by this horrible hmm. strategic fucking canyon of death situation.
0: Alviva, I know you're awake. <laughs> Alviva! <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I'm gonna fall asleep any minute now. And if you could let me sleep, I will be better for fighting.
0: <laughs> uh, Viva, it's fine. You didn't know you were just mimicking someone who sounds smart. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
0: Now so the but. Zita hasn't apologized. That's a different story. The Zeta no- doesn't know she needs to.
2: No quiero tacos.
1: Pat, <laughs> no. Pat, go ahead. Get some sleep. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I am pretending to sleep almost all of the time, <laughs> but he's out.
0: Wait, how often do you sleep?
1: Um, uh, probably not enough. <laughs> But look at this. I, like, smack Artie gently. No! And he doesn't wake up at all. Oh! oh! Or he does. Sorry, Artie, I thought you were really out of it. Go back to sleep.
2: Chimichangas.
0: <laughs> he keeps saying that. I don't know what it means. Is chimichangas your anchor word for this accent? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just hungry. Okay. We should probably make sure he gets a snack when he wakes up. Yeah, got some jerky.
2: Alright, single file something, something, something.
0: Yeah. Hide their numbers. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I could pass- I I guess I might as well. I'll cast Pass Without Trace, even though, like, we're not hiding from people, per se, anymore. But it's the only second level spell I know, so. (laughs) (laughs) So might as well. Yeah. You don't want to save that? (laughs)
3: You can always upcast what? some first level spells.
1: Oh dang! <laughs> I guess I could. That is how this game works. Never mind. <laughs> no past without trace, then. Yeah, we don't need it. They okay. found us, or we found them.
0: Hey, cacophony. Yes. How's uh how's how's everything going with uh your your project?
3: <laughs> hmm? She's very cute, isn't she?
0: No, she's nice. I mean. She's- when she isn't talking shit about shit she doesn't know anything about. <laughs> hmm?
3: Oh, um. To be fair, I don't think she realizes. I think she's just going off what she knows, so could be a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. uh But it might be best if I field that.
0: I mean, like, what, what, what are what, what's like? I mean, are you really still banking on her, like. Getting into mortal danger and swooping her up and saving her and that being the whole clincher, or
3: I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure we're going to get into mortal danger. So yes.
0: Hmm. You think she re- she thinks you really think she's the type to respond to that? I mean, I, I look obviously obviously your methods are much more honed.
3: If that doesn't work, don't worry. Communication will be key. But I have to at least wait for that dramatic moment, dear. I wouldn't be cacophony.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess, but. I mean, obviously, she's going to rattle off any kind of fact that she wants, given the given like the slightest opportunity. So, oh, yeah. I mean,
3: that's what makes her so cute,
0: right? I'm just saying, you might want to, you know, lean in on that angle.
3: So, ask her facts about love,
0: about herself, about what she's interested oh, in. Oh, okay. She's kind of dead to okay. the world, otherwise, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll also ask her for facts about love. Go for it. That's what I'll do. But also, I have to- I, I have to still be dramatic, dear. I-
0: No, I, I- I know. I know.
3: So, still dramatic swooping in.
0: That's fine. No, I mean, look, one, one assumes that the swooping is going to happen regardless. You're kind of good at that. I am
1: very swoopy.
0: Swoopy. Swoopy.
1: Swoopy scary skeletons.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's copyrighted, dear.
1: Oh, <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: It's just so catchy.
3: It is very catchy though I agree it's a very good song. Tazina? Yeah. So tell us a little bit about you. Like um yeah. t- how long have you been a seeker? Oh, I've been in the seeker for about um 4 years now. Mm. And have you been on H-
0: uh Hirena the whole time? Mm, No. Um, First, I was uh, assigned to headquarters, uh, sifting through uh, information that field researchers brought in. Uh, And then after about a year of that, I was promoted uh, up a circle, and I was allowed to uh, operate in the field as an assistant to a more experienced field operative. I got this assignment about a year ago, uh, and in response to uh, reports of undead activity, uh, the quorum sent me here, um, thinking that it might be related, considering the... um, incredible undead infestation planet-wide. oh yes
3: uh, uh, so is this kind of like your um, thesis topic i um, i briefly attended a few universities
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it it is it is uh my current assignment uh, i am not expected to write a thesis although i will be i have been sending regular reports back to the seekers that
3: makes sense so in the field reports you had to deal with as a uh, as, as a beginner um
0: what was the most exciting thing you learned Honestly, this is the most exciting thing that's happened so far. I have been, I have gone a little bit into the field um, with escorts uh, from the uh, Elven Navy, but unfortunately, uh, we weren't able to get into any of the uh, particularly uh, interesting or in-depth tombs uh, because said escort was needed back on assignment in Sky Harbor. So, uh, this, this is this is definitely the most exciting thing that's happened so far. Well, we're happy to help and and and, and help you. Well, thank you for that very much. I, it's been very, very interesting so far. I've already compiled many, many notes, and we haven't even gotten to the tomb yet.
3: Oh, excellent. What What have you compiled on?
0: Um, well, I was interested by that spellcaster that we uh, ran into last night. Um, it did appear oh. to uh, have abilities consistent with that of a warlock, which is fascinating. The idea that a mm-hmm. warlock pact could persist after death. That is
3: kind of interesting, though, though I guess it does make sense if you haven't done your, your duty yet. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Everybody looks
1: over to Alvima. (laughs) Yeah, Alvima is like doing the math numbers herself. (laughs) What if you don't know what your duty is?
0: (laughs) Well, then I guess don't don't... die.
1: (laughs) Okay, I was already planning not to die, so I guess this is fine. Hmm.
3: That is very interesting, actually. Hmm. Mildly unpleasant. (laughs) Hmm.
0: Uh, and the- the mummies asleep under the sand were of particular interest. Um, I did not know that they actually did that, uh, outside of tombs. Uh, so I have that written down, That I'll be sent off to the Seekers very shortly. Um, the strange individual who slept under the sand was new. Uh, I definitely compiled some notes on him. Uh, possible connection to the Star Wardens, which is very exciting. I don't think we've ever met one live before. sure people will want to talk to you about it. Yes. And, uh, the presence of, um, our friends over there, uh... Definitely compiled many, many notes on Imric. Um Many of them, uh, I've, I've broken a couple of quills. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: we're going to back you no matter what, so. Thank you. Whatever you write, or if they try to take it
0: away, we will stop it. Thank you very much, and I appreciate your help and your understanding. Of course. In keeping uh, a particular element away from my research. Of course.
3: And, uh, education is necessary for, for the betterment, um, and, and
0: knowledge is great, yes.
2: <laughs> I agree
0: oh no, she's so losing much! It. It's, it's so, it's so vitally important for information to be free and accessible to everyone. Agreed! That's how we, that's how we all improve. She's losing it.
3: Are <laughs> only seekers allowed to, um, we've heard about you having a whole sphere dedicated
0: to books. Oh um, I'm not exactly permitted to talk about that uh oh, you, you, you I, I see understood. any uh and and if if it did exist, an installation of that size and vital importance would obviously make itself a target to many unsavory elements and even even knowledge of its existence could put it at risk oh that that does indeed make sense.
3: We just learned about it, and so I didn't know not to talk about it yes
0: um uh, if it does exist which there it are probably many doesn't. seeker libraries um throughout wild space uh, which contain uh copies like obviously the seekers have all the master copies of of all the uh of all the tomes that we've uh, acquired mm-hmm. but uh copies of those are available in um a wide variety of seeker headquarters and uh libraries throughout wild space so and can anyone really check them out Um, certain rare, uh, tomes are available to be looked at, but not checked out, um, on account of, uh, just there's too much risk in having them, like, leave the building. Yes, absolutely. But anyone can come in and, like, look at something, for instance, as long as the proper precautions are taken. Some of them are quite fragile, so, um, gloves and a special room are required, um, to look at That them. does make sense. Um, well, that might aid us in the future. So it's something for us to keep in mind. Yes, absolutely. You should absolutely check out um, any libraries that you come across because not all the selections. It's not a universal selection. Each library is, of course, going to have um, a spe- carefully curated selection based on local interest. Is there
3: an interlibrary loan procedure?
0: Um, There is. It does take a little while on account of wild space being very, very big, but uh, if you request a particular volume, it can be brought to the local branch. Excellent.
1: Where is the romance book library? Which planet is that? What local interest is that? That one's very important to us.
0: Most of the trade uh, outposts, uh, most of the libraries at trade outposts uh, have a quite large um, romance section. Those get circulated uh, quite frequently. Um, it's actually They're rather very difficult sometimes to, to keep the, the, the shelves stocked. Um, but yes, um, any, any trade outpost will really have a lot of those. Also, most metropolitan libraries also have a large romance section. It's a very popular part of the, the uh, collection. Thank you. Hey, you know, Cacophony, you should tell her all about our good friend Dewey. You know so oh. much oh. about him. That's true. Um,
3: so recently we got abducted to a, uh, a haunted castle interesting with a creepy beholder thing that was ruling it and it made us go through a torturous uh she's writing all of this down by the way
0: she's writing all of this down (laughs) but part of this
3: in this haunted castle was in the library they had a little uh they had a little bug called dewey the catalog card friend and he's very adorable loves sorting books Mm, um loves taking care of them we actually have him on our ship if you'd ever like to meet him
0: Oh yes, I absolutely would. I definitely want to find out if there's more of him, because those would be very, very useful. Yes, uh, he he actually
3: organizes all books on the ship because um, the castle was going to explode, and we didn't want to leave him.
0: Interesting. Oh, so the castle you were in does not exist anymore. Uh, no, it kind of collapsed in upon itself
3: after we defeated its owner after he tried to kill us.
0: That's all right. That does happen. Um, and she just keeps writing things down and adds like a little definitive note at the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, she should definitely come by the ship, and Cacophony can show her all about yes. Dewey.
3: I can show you Dewey. Um, I can introduce <laughs> you to him. We we can we can talk more about what we encountered in that Hell Castle.
1: We also have a flail snail. His name's
0: Lawnmower, and he's a good boy. <laughs> he is a
3: very good boy. <laughs> he's an
0: excellent boy. He bunks into things constantly. And you found this flail snail outside the elemental plane of Earth. Yes, it yeah. was in this.
3: Uh, it was in this castle. Um, basically, we got sucked through a strange fog, and there was the creepy castle with. More rugs that tried to kill me. Uh, rugs like to try and kill me.
0: You know, there have been other reports of uh, mists transporting hapless adventurers to uh, creepy castles. And uh, in fact, the, the reports are rather widespread across a number of worlds. I wonder if it's like a, a universal phenomenon and she keeps scratching things down. It might be. Yeah, it sounds weird.
3: It was trap-laden and there were many interesting characters within. We made friends with almost all of them except for the holder. No,
0: I've heard the and first part. The second part is new. The making friends usually doesn't happen. Maybe even more than friends.
3: Ooh, we, we did try and set up a romance. She's talking about that corpse flower. Oh, that's true. How are you faring, dear Aliva?
1: It's all right. I would say the more distance I get from it, the more I feel a bit strange about it all.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <But laughs> at the time, it felt very natural. That makes sense.
3: That's kind of how I feel about a lot of things in my life. I'm trying not to
1: draw too many conclusions from it.
0: You know, you're young. You're, you're relatively inexperienced. It's Experimentation is is perfectly acceptable.
3: <laughs> Indeed.
0: It takes time to find out what you want in life, whether it's a giant, dying, smelly plant full of bodies, or if it's, you know... Literally anything else. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part of this is Jill is that not that much older than Elphia. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and she probably has even less experience.
3: Juliana's is right, dear. Um, I have gone through a lot of experience, and now I just know that I want to find love.
1: I think, yeah, I think it was, you know, it doesn't matter too much what's on the outside. It was a nice affirmation that, you know... What matters is how somebody behaves and, and kind of what's in their heart, whether yeah. or oh, not they oh, physically I... have a heart. Sometimes they just have
0: uh, fleshy,
1: planty bits and some, I guess the dead bodies probably still had hearts. Some of them probably
0: did, at least. I feel yeah. like it kind of matters what's on the outside.
1: <laughs> well, I think you could make it work, you know, mm. if you're if you got that connection.
2: I feel dead corpses probably don't help connections. Hello, I woke up. <laughs> Hello. Good this is a weird conversation.
0: <laughs> hey bud, you want a granola bar?
1: Yes. Alright. <laughs> I think the dead corpses were definitely a problem point. They just weren't quite a deal breaker, you know? <laughs> no. Corpses are usually <laughs> no, a know deal that. breaker. I feel like they're a big
3: deal-breaker. I could understand. But a deal-breaker isn't the same deal-breaker for everyone.
2: Okay. We're not necromancers (laughs) here.
1: Well, no, I I, I wouldn't want the dead bodies to, like, get involved. That's
2: gross.
0: (laughs) I'm just saying you could really catch a lot of diseases from somebody who decorates themselves in corpses
3: take proper precautions jill
0: right and the corpses haven't been cleaned that's fair the zita's writing all of this down <laughs> if, the, if the corpse flower washed itself and the corpses
3: and sanitized everything then it would be Look- fine
0: even mummies are better preserved. I mean, all of the organs have been removed and placed into nice, tidy little Tupperwares. They're so dry. So, like. Is- Isheim, I'm adding to the list of things Isheim invented uh, Tupperware. <laughs> 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 what the hell else were we going to do for fun? Have non Tupperware parties? <laughs> so, are you saying I should date a mummy, Jill? That would be I'm awesome. I'm saying a mummy is a better undead option. Writing some more stuff down.
1: Maybe. I think I just gotta wait and see, you know? I think that when the connection comes, you just feel it. I and mean, I don't know if it'll be with plants again. I don't know if that's gonna be a thing. I feel like, you know, depends on the plan. What's important, Alviva,
3: is you find someone. Or someone's. And also that you stop being weird around Veli. That's true. Well, it's just hard. <laughs> You have been a little weirder on Veli ever since we got back on the ship.
0: If you wanted to sit down and talk with Veli and figure out what the hell their deal is, that would be great. Let me know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure none if you of you have asked to... for Veli's backstory. I wrote it and nobody has asked <laughs> in 40 episodes. It's because Veli is the coolest one on the ship. Veli is true. The... <laughs> the mystery is what makes Veli so Valley cool. Veli is cool <laughs> and incredibly intimidating, and at this exactly. point, it would be weird to ask what their deal is. <laughs> yeah, a very weird, to weird to ask. book club. <laughs> We don't know anything about them. They just kind of
3: mysteriously show up our belly and leave, and we're like, we don't want to we don't want to ruin the enigma. We're scared to.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to force a belly plot for us to find out anything about them. They are too cool. We are too afraid to ask them anything.
3: We're all nerds can't. We can't handle actual cool people. can't handle no, cool no. people. No.
1: It's very intimidating. And it is, I mean, like the last time, well, I guess the first time I kissed somebody something, it was like a planty texture. And I look at Valley, and I'm just like, I feel like I know what it would feel like to kiss a plant, because I kissed a plant. (laughs) And I just think about that. And I don't know if I want to kiss Belly. I just know that I kissed a plant, so I look at Belly, and I get nervous, and then Belly's very cool, and then I get scared. Well, look, how we're would, scared uh, of how would I have that conversation with Belly? Hey Belly, I'm acting weird because you're a plant person, and I kissed a plant. I had a thing with a plant, and then that plant died in the castle, and now I feel weird about it. How do you talk about that? We can't even ask Belly like <laughs>
0: anything. That's you don't know how I feel? they too like, cool. Veli and Lachlan actually know each other. If I wanted to know literally anything about him and, like, what he's actually into or what his hobbies are, I could talk to Veli, Belly, but Veli's scary. It's true. Veli <laughs> is a problem.
3: <laughs> I literally went to a club with Veli once. We didn't say a word to each other.
0: Best friend I ever had. And that was had. fun.
3: Best friend I ever had. Never said a word to me. I never said a word back. They just looked cool the whole time. I wasn't even cacophony, so like, I could compare. Not that I'm ever not cacophony.
0: Who knows what they're doing most of the time? Just photosynthesizing. (laughs) (laughs) The Zeta's still writing all of this down. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, the Zeta? Yes. What do you know about plant people? Um, She's banging on her saddle horn. There's there's a couple of different um, plant person species throughout Wild Space, including there was one that briefly existed on my homeworld, and then it it was kind of like the homeworld was embarrassed about them, and they stopped existing. What? (laughs) The Wild were a fourth edition race, and they disappeared in fifth edition. (laughs) (laughs)
2: some meta nerd shit
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh wait you know what is it is it you know no i've been wondering this forever is it like a is it like a plant species thing if like a plant forms around like a weird space rock and then like becomes a whole separate entity that you then have to fight in a cave and you're really inexperienced and don't know what you're doing Um, And it wasn't on the radio at all because that happened before we started recording. (laughs) Uh, It's going to take me a couple of minutes to parse that. (laughs) (laughs) There are substances in wild space that can animate otherwise inanimate material, especially plants. That's not a specific species, but that is a known phenomenon. Okay, so that absolutely was some weird space shit that we found. That was weird
1: space shit, indeed.
0: I would assume so. Hmm.
1: I should probably at least apologize to Velly for, you know, jumping behind barrels and out of the room and into the room and everything whenever they show up, because-
3: And you know what you need, Alviva? You need just experience <sighs> kissing many different things, so that way it's not so <laughs> weird anymore.
0: Okay, well, maybe just dating different things. You don't necessarily have to go all the way to kissing, but like- Unless you least... want to, kissing is fun. Kissing is fun. I swear to Christ if this turns into that scene from Cruel Intentions. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we just practice kissing <laughs> no thank you I am not
3: inter- well. Uh, mm, that, no
1: thank you I'll practice kissing I already will practice kissing i face is very red
0: so basically what you're saying is that we all need to go on some speed dating things
3: yes that would be exciting I can set it up I'll do that for you guys <laughs> later
0: Juliana suddenly realized what she said and then her face goes slack oh no <laughs> what have you done Oh no!
1: What have you done to us? I don't know!
0: I I screwed up! I screwed up!
3: (laughs) (laughs) I will just be the organizer. I will not participate. I know how to find people I like. And she glances over at the Zeta.
0: (laughs) The Zeta's still writing. (laughs) 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 Alright, so. You're wearing different glasses to show that time has passed. Um. You get to the point, Thizita makes like one last turn and then leads you over to, she says, oh, this must be it. And you look up and it's just a blank cliff face with like a very narrow fissure in it. Uh, this is the tomb? Yes, this would be the forgotten tomb. Oh. Are you All sure right. they didn't forget to make the tomb? Well, I mean, the whole point was to hide it.
1: So is there a password
0: or a... I think oh, we- I know. Friend. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens. Yeah. Melon. Shit. <laughs> well, I'm all out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I I think we just I think we just kind of like squiggle in through through the fissure and then we're inside the tomb.
1: Ooh, don't like that.
0: How right, narrow it. are we talking and how long is the fissure? Um, as you guys get closer, it looks like it is about mm, it looks like it's maybe about 10 feet deep. It's hard to tell because it's very dark inside. But it is wide enough that if you, you know, you know, those bits in video games where there's but a very it's the narrow loading fissure. Yeah, yeah it's 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 yeah. the bit where you have to squish through sideways so that uh, there's enough time for the scenery behind it to load in. <laughs> That's what this is. This this you're going to have right. to you're going to have to squish through sideways. And uh, Jillian in particular is going to make some exceptional noises when her armor goes through there. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, at least it's marginally more exciting than a door I have to stand in front of for a long time while it's NPCs make small talk around me. Yeah, it, it's as long as it's definitely not a door that goes ding, ding, ding a couple of times while the, the <laughs> level streams in behind it. <laughs> Anybody want to make some elevator chatter? Or yeah, or like uh, we, this conversation has to cover level streaming. So we're all going to talk about our feelings for a bit. <laughs> Isn't that what we just did? Yes, that whole conversation was covering level streaming. Uh, <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe, what if What if
1: this was a time we used just a little bit of explosives, because I really don't like this whole crevice thing.
0: It'll probably bring the rest of the crevice in around us. Uh, okay. By the way, it is uh, approaching evening, and Imric looks up at the sky and goes, you know, we might want to tackle this in the morning. Oh, heartbreaking. The worst person you know just made a great point. <laughs>
1: Well, what if things come out of the crack in the night to get us? We'll be fine in the
0: tent. Also, we could just back the tent up directly up against the crevice. That's a good idea. I like that because nothing can get in from there. So, I mean, nothing can get into our tent anyway. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. If we're basically not allowing anything to get into the tent that we don't want, I think that I think that includes anything that might slither up from a from you know the fissure. I think that's fair. Okay. Plus, we're gonna have to figure out a way to post up the sailheads and stuff anyway, so we're gonna have to make some sort of a camp here regardless. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit we can't bring through that. Alright, so you guys are setting up camp for the night? Yep. Yep. Cool. So uh yeah, you guys um set up the uh the uh dome up near the entrance of the fissure so nothing can get through. It is causing some horrific Z fighting that's kind of distracting throughout the night, but <laughs> z fighting, please,
1: we're Canadian. Uh... <laughs> Come on, kid. Where's your patriotism? Three-fifths of us are American. Yeah, so we gotta assert our Canadian We gotta get those CBC credits. (laughs) That's
0: why Sky Harbor has a U in it. Ugh. Here under protest is a U. (laughs) Sky Harbor. That's how I hear it every single time in my head. <laughs> Skyar roar. So yeah, you guys post up the sail heads. Um, they don't seem particularly interested in going anywhere, but you you kind of tie them to each other, and that seems to do the job. Eclipse a little through the mountain. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. The uh, Imric and uh, and his two boys, Imric and the Benny and the horses, um, <laughs> set up their own camp, and then immediately launch into a rousing round of row 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 your boat. Because I watched Star Trek V recently. <laughs> It's very annoying. Uh, and yeah, you guys are uh, camped down for the night.
2: Uh, Arturos slept all
1: day, so
3: he'll take first watch.
0: Cool. I only need four hours
3: of sleep, so I'll take second and third.
1: I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm going to join Arturos on his watch because I really
0: don't like this whole deal. All right. Um, Arturos and Elviva, roll perception checks for me.
1: Brain cell gang. <laughs> <laughs> perception. Ooh. Ooh. I got a 20. Ooh! Ooh. Dirty. I got an 18.
0: Things are mostly uneventful. You hear Imric and his boys muttering faintly, You possibly some disgruntlement over the fact that they've been shackled to this fucking bookworm for their uh, expedition and won't be able to blow any shit up, but hopefully they'll still be able to like lift some good stuff.
1: I've got a giant boar with me, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks I wanted- for rolling that dice for us. Yeah, we have a new friend. We'll have to name him.
0: We need to um, get you the- like a D6 just so you can, or like a DHS so you can roll it for the ADR of like animal announcement. <laughs> yeah.
1: But there is, uh, once I start my watch, I do open up my bag of tricks and I'm like, let's have a friend to keep us company. And it is a giant <laughs> hog. It's a giant, giant boar. It's
0: a big feral hog. What's it's his a name? Big feral. Does it have the feral teeth?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's a nasty hog. Tuskegee uh, He is a feral hog. I am taking suggestions for names. What Orson. Should we name
0: him? Orson? Orson is Orson. very good.
1: Orson. Orson. All right. He's Orson the hog. He's a big boy. He's got big tusks and big teeth,
0: and he goes and a little
1: snort. Flicky tail, and he's snorting around, and he's great.
0: Awesome. Does he find any more else? No, because the whole planet is dead. <laughs> Alright, uh, at one point one of the guys goes off for a piss, that's all that happens during this shift. Cool. Nap time. Nap time! Okay, Cacophony's up for the next two shifts, is anybody joining her? Yeah, I'll probably wake up out of t- out of habit. I-, I don't think Juliana can comfortably go a night, like, not doing a shift when they're out. Oh, and you're doing middle shift, and that's fucking brutal. Yeah, well, it's not like she sleeps very well anyway. Yeah. All right. So, uh cacophony and uh Jillianna roll perception checks. Can can Orson make a perception check?
3: I I didn't mean to roll twice, but I got a 20 both times, so it counts.
0: 19. Uh Orson is still around. Orson will disappear at dawn. But Orson is still around. You can roll a perception check for Orson if you want.
1: 8. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good job, Orson. <laughs> He's a good he boy. He did <laughs> he his best. Jill, at one point, you sort of hear a, a very faint whispering, but you turn around and you can't really pinpoint the source of it. you hear that, Kako? She, she does not.
3: I do not hear anything. Other than, are, are they still over there kind of whispering?
0: Uh, the guys? No, they've gone to sleep by this point. Okay.
3: Mm, I don't hear anything other than they're snoring.
0: Huh. Nothing?
3: Nope.
0: Oh, that's not. What are you hearing, dear? I I I don't know. It sounds like somebody's saying something. Hmm. But. Hmm. That doesn't seem good. No. She's gonna poke her head inside the tent and make sure everybody's awake. Um, the dome or... The uh, tent. Yeah, poke her head inside the dome to see if everybody's asleep. Is everybody asleep? Artie and Alviva. <laughs> Down. Yep. <laughs> the, the Zeta's out and snoring incredibly loudly. Hmm. Juliana's is going to sit back down and just sort of like keep her ears perked for the rest of the shift. All right. Um, Nothing of note happens throughout the rest of the shift. So the four hours pass. uh, Jill goes back to bed. Is anybody else joining Cacophony?
1: The Zeta should take a turn. The Zeta's out. The Zeta's very (laughs) out. The Cacophony doesn't wake her.
0: The Zeta's not an adventurer. The the concept of sleeping in shifts does not come naturally to her.
2: (laughs) You know what? Artie's going to do another one. I know it was he's been lazy. <laughs> That's true, he napped like all day. <laughs> he napped like so so all day.
0: It'll come okay. back okay.
3: out. Okay. Hello again. Hello. Jill heard some body talking, but no one was awake and so it was a little unsettling, so just be aware of that. Oh, I'd do a sleep talk. Mm, maybe it was you. Maybe. I don't know. Normally you just say things like chimichangas though.
2: <sighs> I love chimichangas. <laughs> <laughs>
3: mm, we figured.
0: Hmm? <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine how a chimichanga would work underwater.
2: It doesn't. This is post-water. Luxury. It's a luxury.
0: So this is something that Arturo has discovered after leaving his planet. Yes. (laughs) Alright, another perception check? Yeah. 21. (laughs) Six. Arturo just falls back asleep. He's thinking about chimichangas. (laughs) He He falls back asleep on your shoulder.
3: Just like... Cacophony gently pats his head and lets him stay there.
0: Uh, at one point during the night, Cacophony, you see uh, Imric get up, go over and check on his explosives, uh, and then go back to bed. <laughs> right. We were gonna do something about that. Yeah. As he goes back to his bed, she lifts up her hand and kind of goes, don't worry, haven't wet them yet. Kind of gives you a glare and then goes back to bed. She flashes him a bright smile. It's too fucking <laughs> early for him to put on the usual shit. Uh... <laughs> All right, without that uh, the shift passes uh, without event. That's weird. That doesn't normally happen for us here.
3: Fine. When it's time to start waking up, Cacophony go- uh, Cacophony steps uh sticks her head in and goes, "Okay, time to start waking up so we can get ready to go." Uh the tin's going to fade soon.
0: Uh, yeah, no sure. I I'll just go I'll just go sit quietly and do my weird culty thing. Communing with a god.
3: <laughs> Jill, it's too early in the morning to start fighting. It is always early.
1: <laughs> it is always time to feel bitter. I wave to Orson as he dissolves in
0: the dawn light. Yeah. Orson just kind of gently fades away like the ghosts from Field of Dreams. <laughs> I'm glad you all got to meet him. Hopefully,
1: he'll be back someday and do something. <laughs> this is just a preview of uh, fun and worse adventures to come.
0: <laughs> Alright, so, uh, the entrance to the Nameless Tomb stands before you guys. So, we have to decide what we're leaving here.
1: Well, sailheads can't come.
0: Because they're shit, we just can't fit through there. Mm. Okay, well that was more for flavor, we don't actually have to make any hard <laughs> decisions here.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't... We have to leave the sail ahead so we can- Yeah.
0: Hey, yeah. oh no, it looks like those explosives won't fit through here. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. How terrible.
1: Can we, like, toss a light through? Yes. Do you have a light? So we don't have to see it be dark and scary. Can, can you make some magic-y light? Still? Isn't that a thing?
0: Yeah. I mean- how how far back did you see that crevice goes? About ten feet, but it's hard to tell because it's very dark inside. I mean, Jill's going to stick her head in with the Weewoo helmet. <laughs> oh <my
1: God>. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what I had in mind. I was like, light up a rock and toss it in, I but this is much better. Okay,
0: helmet. with this kind of difference, you can see it's about mm, yeah, about twelve feet deep, uh, and then opens up into a larger chamber on the other side. There we go. <laughs> She turns okay. back, a very, like, just sort of grim term and expression on her face, very serious, lamp flashing gently in the wind, <laughs> Juliana stamped across the head. <laughs> An intimidating character, if ever there was.
3: Have you always had that hat? What hat? <laughs> She's had it for a long time,
1: since we basically first got off our world.
0: Yeah, you just kind of toggle it on and off, honestly.
1: Yeah, it's easy to forget it's there, but it is always there. It's always there. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get this over with.
0: Jem Jammer is performed by Alexi Peppers, Annie Creighton, Kit Walker, Mackenzie Weaver, and Rio, and is edited by Jake Mason. Our character designs are by Rio, who you can find at vriosart on Twitter, and our cover art is by Canary Witch, who you can find at doodlesfromthebird.tumblr.com. Our opening and closing music is by Reckoning Storm Audio Works. For more episodes of this show and our other shows, as well as news, check out our website at crookedrussiancamp.horse. Nope. Sorry for the chewing noises, Jake. I didn't have breakfast.
1: You should have been scarfing a bagel this whole time. Alexa had so
0: much bagel time.
1: (laughs) I had so much bagel time.
0: That bagel's gone. Where have you been? You've been changing your icon to Cacophony's love interest. Oh my gosh, Jill! Yeah, I have those notes. I'm in an underground mine right now, but I can mail them when I'm back in...